Today on the podcast, Prince Charles, Serial, Google, Jobs and Seconds. Uh, there was plenty going on. Uh, Prince Charles, of course, uh, letting his, uh, his dearest queenie... Mummy. His mum, um, let, let her know that he still calls her mummy. Uh, quite creepy, uh, but we made some, uh, some good... Uh, songs around that. It provided good fodder uh, mm. for 620 at least. And I guess it makes the podcast now that we're speaking about it. Uh, which cereal leaves the best kind of milk behind? Oh yeah. Cereal's one thing. To drink the milk afterwards it's the dessert of the breakfast table. Least popular Google game flip everything you know about Google on its head and yield a radio game with the results. Uh, oh this final topic went off. Maybe do it early tomorrow morning as well. What joke uh, do you get with your job? A uh, joke that you are sick of hearing. Every time you say your job, I work in radio. Oh, you ain't got a face for radio, do you? Yes, I get it. Um, plenty more where that came from. And the One Second Song Game as well. The Shy Guy wore his special shoes this morning for the One Second Song Game. His Vans, his One Second Song Game shoes that he likes to call them, uh, with the short laces, so he's more of an advantage. Um, he did manage to defeat the person who rang up uh, for love in the end. Mm, quite noble, quite brave. Enjoy the podcast. No, Maz, she'll be back later on in the week. Friday after the show, I've been talking about my kidney stone a little bit. There are suspicions that I've got a big, bulbous olive pip in my right kidney, and uh, at some point it may have to come out. Went and got the ultrasound, got a got a clearer view of that on Friday. And I, here's something I learned. I didn't realise that an ultrasound was like when they do the pregnancy stuff on their belly. I thought I was, I was preparing for x-ray. And it's quite a, anyone who's had to have a um, x-ray or an ultrasound on their kidney before, it's quite the process. You're told that you need to empty your bladder two hours prior. Then one hour prior, you need to drink a liter of water. And then you're not allowed to urinate that water out until post ultrasound. One liter of water is a lot. One hour is a long time. Then 20 minutes in the waiting room because there was too many geriatrics not arriving on time. I was about to blow. I was ready to burst. I rocked in there and the nurse or the, the x-ray person was quite nice and uh, the radiologist, I assume. And she said, oh, oh, oh I assume your, uh, your bladder's quite full. And I said, well, not for much longer if we don't hurry up with this. It was like, it was a good start. You know? And then she got me on the bed and I thought, oh, I thought I was going to be like standing up doing an x-ray thing. She's like, no, no, this is an ultrasound. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It makes sense. And she's like, oh, just lift up your stomach for me. She went around the back a little later, but first she needed to get the front on view. So I've got this big, bulbous tummy full of water sort of thing. And then she's got the gel. The gel's come a long way, by the way. That's hot gel these days. I thought it was going to be cold. Warm, isn't it? I was preparing for cold gel. It's warmed up. Preheated warm gel, water-based, obvi. Puts it on my tummy. And then she gets that little, uh, whatever it is thing, the barcode scanner, but for your tum-tum. And she was rubbing it all over. And I Emerald. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I guess it would be. Yeah, cool. Uh, shush in the background, whoever that is, answering calls on the other station. I, I'm in the middle of a story. Now, uh, this is this is where a stroke of inspiration comes to me. This is where I think, oh, great. You know, it's a little bit awkward, you know, because I've got this belly here, stranger. It's just me and her. She's doing her thing, taking little photos and whatnot. And I think, oh, yeah, yeah, this is good. This is good fun, actually. I know what I'll say. I know what I'll say. And I said, so how many weeks am I? That's, uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. I was quite happy with myself. How many weeks am I? Like I was pregnant, right? Classic. And yeah. then she goes, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? I thought it was fresh gear. Every day she'll get that. I thought it was Every brand day. new stuff from me. I genuinely thought I was the first person to ever think of that joke. And then I was just there, oh, have you? Okay. And then I was quite disappointed. 
And as I, then she let me go to the toilet quickly because she's like, all right, you can get that out and then I'll scan the back of your kidneys. We don't need full kidneys for that. And I was there wearing, oh God, no, I hate what I've become now. Like I thought that I was giving her like a real good fresh joke, like a real different experience on the x-ray machine. And I've just done exactly what I hate because every time I say, oh, I work in radio, people think for the first time, they say, they probably experience the same thing as me. Oh, hang on, I've got some gear here. Oh, got a face for radio. That's, uh, that's quite funny, quite human. You've got a face for radio, don't you? Oh, yeah, you've got a real face for radio. Well, I hear that every day. I'm not impressed when people tell that joke to me. And it got me thinking, on 131060, there must be plenty of occupations, people who work, they tell someone else what they do for a job and then they're met, met by the exact same joke, the exact same response every single time. But people genuinely think, oh, this is my joke. I, I figured this out for the first time. And you're just copping it over and over and over again. So I'm thinking almost this morning for more, more awareness rather than anything, what joke do you get in your job that you're sick of hearing? Tell you all the story about the joke. And maybe people like us, Comedians and comedians will go, oh, all right, hearing you loud and clear. Fair enough. I'll whip that out of my arsenal now. It's not my playbook anymore. I get it. You're hearing it all the time. Won't do it. Face for radio. Um, radiologist, hearing how many weeks am I? Make you a pregnancy joke if you're a man. I would feel people who work at the $2 shop, because it's not just $2 at the $2 shop anymore. <laughs> I always thought people there must now got like, oh, I think you got the price wrong on this one. That's, uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. No, I bet they've heard that every single day. They're about like uh, retail workers and what something won't scan and then there'll be like some 45-year-old dad being, ah, uh, I've heard if it doesn't scan, I'll get it for free, right? That's, uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. No, they hear it every single day. 131060, uh, what joke do you get with your job? We'll go to one quickly now. Uh, Christine, morning. Morning, how are you? Yeah, good. Now, I don't know the joke. I don't know your industry. Maybe let's just have an organic conversation here. I'll see if a, a joke comes to mind for me. Um, and if not, you just say the joke. Oh, hello, Christine. What do you do with yourself? Uh, I work at National Hearing Care. Sorry, what was that? Exactly. It's oh. uh, quite funny, quite humorous. <laughs> I was quite proud of that one. I was quite proud of it. But, of course, you cut that every single time, right? Every single time. <laughs> Oh, Where no. are you from? Yeah. Uh, what, what, what was that? Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Sorry, come again? Um, oh, God, a snort. Uh, a rare excerpt from me. 131060, good one. Yeah, that's exactly what we're after. Sophie, hello. Good morning, guys. Morning. Now, yeah, you're employed, you've got a job, and there's a joke that you're sick of hearing when you tell people. It is, most mm. definitely. So what's the job? Uh, I'm a cleaner. Mm, yeah, okay. Now, I've got a bit of gear that I could probably dish off, but I won't because um, I know it annoys you. Uh, what do you hear? Oh, you can come clean my house if you like. <laughs> that's, uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just such low-hanging fruit, isn't it? But I, I, I know, like, I've been there. I've been on both sides of this coin, and I genuinely think the people who are saying it are really impressed with their quick wit, um, whereas you on the other end, you're like, oh, no, no. Do you have a response? At all, or do you just have to, like, cop it and, and bear it? And like, oh, yeah, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm also a hairdresser, and uh. I get a lot of bald men saying, oh, can I just have a trim? <laughs> That's good gear, though, actually. That is pretty good gear. Um, you need a response, like, to like these clean... You, you need, like, to be able to throw it back. We need, like, a, almost like a workshop where I can say my face for radio and then something right back at them that'll put them right back in their place. Like, oh, you can come clean my place. Like, oh, sorry, you'll need a janitor for that. <laughs> and then, like, walk away. Sort of yeah, I can't, 
with yeah. the bald men, I kind of just play along. Oh, yeah, no worries. You know, come sit down and I'll give you a shave, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll love that. they love that. Um, good on you, Sophie. Jad, oh, 131060. Hello. How are we going, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. What's your job? Uh, I'm a doctor, uh, but in particular, I, um, I, I d- deliver babies. Oh, great. Well, uh, doing uh, doing angels work. I mean, I can't, I, nothing comes to my mind, and I'm very very comedically talented uh, from time to time. Usually I get a hot flush of comedy, run through my bones every time I hear someone's <laughs> occupation, but nothing's coming to mind. What do you get? So um, uh, quite often uh, we, we get a few little tears, and mm. uh, they need a stitch up. Mm. Um, throw in an extra stitch for me, mate. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. <laughs> so that's like the husbands, like sort of like lady over oh, shoulder. Oh yeah, I've got one. Absolutely, got one. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's usually a male thing. Us males really like to think we're ten percent uh, funnier than we are at all times. Yeah, I think uh, everyone's just a little bit uh, yeah awkward at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. It's not bad. It does cut the tension a little bit. So you gotta love it. It's, the intentions are pure, but yeah, when you hear it every time, when you're down there stitching away, <laughs> yeah, good one, mate. Uh, Ruth. On thirteen ten sixty, Struth Ruth, what's your job? Yeah. Hey guys, in the police, mate. Um, oh. The two things I hear every day when I'm at work wasn't me when people put their hands up when you walk to a job or in the shopping queue. <laughs> wasn't me. And the second one is when you go to a noise complaint, the strippers are here. <laughs> that's uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. Oh no! See, I think I'd be a little bit afraid to even the the first one. I was like, "Oh, wasn't me? Wasn't me? Sorry, wasn't me." I would have thought, "Oh God, you could probably maybe get me for public nuisance there." But the the strippers yeah. are here. It takes all sorts of kahunas. Yeah. Are you powerless? I mean, you probably don't want to reveal all the law's secrets, but are you powerless to arrest even if someone oh, says the strippers are here? Oh God, you nice. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's some like stripper rocking up to a bucks pay, like cops are here. Bail, bail. <laughs> Oh, good on you, Ruth. Uh, Sarah, uh, wrap this up on thirteen ten sixty. What's the what's the job and what's the poor joke that you get? Morning, guys. It's so original. I work with an optometrist, so I've got something in my eye or my eyes hurting. Oh, you should see an optometrist. Do you know one? Yeah, that's uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. Yeah. And this is a, this is a lady at her wit's end who's, who's just heard all this many times and is almost can't bear to repeat the joke. So you got a second job too, do you? Yeah, I used to work at a dental practice and imagine all the people coming in saying, I've got an appointment at 2.30. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's quite funny, quite humorous. The old 2.30. Mask and Lakey. Jubilee over the weekend. Uh, the big Queen's Jubilee. The big Platinum. The big Plat Daddy mm. 5000. 75 years? 70 years. Oh, 70. Please. 70, 70 years sorry, on the throne. Sorry. And uh, who knows when the next Jubilee will be. I mean, it's, it won't be in the Queen's lifetime and it won't be in our lifetime. That's the thing. Is that why it's such a big thing? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it'll ever happen again, but it'll... Anyone who's on the planet now over the age of 30, unless you're living to 100, you don't have a chance of seeing another one of these bad boys. So suck on that reality sandwich for a little while. Um, Watch a little bit over the weekend, uh, new snippets, your highlights, etc. That's all I saw. Um, And Prince Charles, he he made a big speech. This was one of the big cornerstones of the whole Jubilee, and I I just couldn't get over his his opening statement. Your Majesty. (laughs) Mummy. Yeah, the scale, yeah. Go on about the scale, but I'll never forget that. Mummy. Is there a creepier man saying a creepier word? I cringed when I saw that. Oh, it just doesn't roll off the tongue quite nicely. I know yeah. he, maybe he was saying a little bit in jest, but you know deep down he does say that in the palace multiple times a day. Yeah. Where's my porridge? Um, it was good celebrations all around, of course. Uh, Adam Lambert and Queen. They brought the palace down. It was good. Right outside the palace, it was quite the spectacle. Yeah, it, um... 
I forgot what that statue's called. No. No. I did know it 10 minutes ago. Uh, the Rob Dog 5000. This is a good one. Yeah. I like this. Prince George loving Prince it. Prince George loves this song. He knew it word for word. One of those songs, though. Hmm? It's one of those songs that I think mm. everyone knows anyway. Yeah. I brought the house. To the Royals. Waving and the then flag. Zoom out on patriotic Brits. <laughs> and back to stage. Nice. Good directing. Did you see Abba also performing with Prince Charles? Did you oh. see that? Yeah, he did a little cameo. Okay. Mummy, mummy, mummy. <laughs> Good. And Kanye West, he was there as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait till I give mum Mummy. Right. <laughs> and I mean, I think Rihanna, she was, a, Queen, she was favourite. She was a late billing. Mummy. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Mummy. Good. And I think Prince George actually requested these guys, the Wiggles. They rubbed up. Salad. Oh, yeah. Good fun. Mummy. Mummy. Salad. <laughs> Just for the kids. Mummy, mummy. Oh, good stuff. Salad. What a jubilee it was. Mummy, mummy. New game alert. New game alert. Grand prize up for grabs this morning. Uh, pilot phase. So we'll see how this one goes. This is inspired by uh, Google and all the search results that it can yield. I mean, where, where would you go but Google? If you want to find info on something, type it in. Mm. It's almost a brag, isn't it? Well... We've got a couple of billion search results here, and I did it in about 0.23 of a second. So now it's up to you. Unless, of course, you're feeling lucky. I'll take you to the first one. Um, you want a lot of Google results when you search something, right? You don't want to get that, oh, did you mean this, actually? Oh, sorry, I don't have any search results for this. This is the opposite of that. You want the least amount of Google searches, but at least one Google search. So, for example, I mean, if we did this morning, uh, this morning's category fruit. So, mm. you want a, a fruit that Google doesn't know much about, but it's still a real fruit. So, for example, uh, I don't know, throw a throw a fruit at me, like an apple. Apple, good one. All right, if I type in apple right now, eight point two billion Ooh. search results. Yeah, and that's not all just like Granny Smith content either. There's a lot of like just well, tech-related gear there. Yeah, the, te- the, the biggest company in the world. <laughs> There's some Apple strudel recipes, uh, Apple pie images coming up from Macca's. There's a lot of Apple-related stuff. 8.2 billion search results. So that's not wow. going to take out the grand prize this All morning. Right. Um, I will do... Uh, maybe I can beat you. Maybe I can do banana. Maybe that's less than 8.2 billion. Search in B-A-N-A-N-A. 1.9 billion. So that's better. That's less. Okay. That's less. I'm leading. Less. A lot less, but still a lot of banana gear. you got your banana smoothie sort of stuff, your banana milkshake, a couple of double entendres, links to X-rated porn websites, etc. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's something less than that. Well, cherry. Cherry. I think cherry. You also may get links to porn. Yeah, you do get a lot you of would, links to pornography, would. actually. But what, 1.6 billion. So, yes, you beat the banana okay. by 0.3, but... Still a lot there. Because Harry Styles has a song called Cherry. There's a drama crime movie on Apple called Cherry. Not to mention the Wikipedia of the cherry-pitted fruit itself. So, all right. They, we'll start the bidding at 1.6 billion. <laughs> Looking for a less fruit than that. I think your plums, your mandarins. Grapes. Your grapes, etc. Grapes could be a winner. All right. Maybe you go full rogue. Pull the custard apple out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Looking for rare fruits that yield less search responses than 1.6 billion. 
the least popular Google search game. 131060, if you can think of a fruit less popular on Google than the cherry, give us a call. The least popular fruit will score themselves a grand prize. Up to grabs, it's the least popular Google search game. Throw everything you know about Google out the window. The goal with Google usually is to search for something and then have just a, a ridiculous spoil of results. You want to see it in the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and maybe even billions of search results. You want it done quick and you want to be able to find the thing that you want. This is the opposite to that. We pick a category. You need to come up with something in that category that yields the least Google search results. We kicked it off fruits this morning. Uh, Apple, 8.2 billion. I'd say that's the most Google resulted fruit in the history of Google resulted fruit. Of course, you've got to think how Google works. It doesn't know it's a fruit. It's just a robot. It's not as smart as us. They're obviously going to pull out Apple the company. Apple strudel recipes, etc., etc. Below that, banana, 1.9 billion search results. A staggering 6 billion less than your banana friend. And Shy Guy thought he was onto a real winner there with Cherry. Still 1.6 billion search results. That's a lot for Cherry. I think we can get down into the millions, maybe even the hundreds of thousands. Do we know rare fruits out there? The least popular Google search fruit edition this morning. Phil, hello. Hey, how you going? Yeah, good. You like to nibble on a piece of fruit from time to time? Yep. Yep. Yeah, what's a rare fruit that you think Google probably doesn't have too much vanilla, of? Vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. Oh, yeah, I know a couple of people out there right now go, oh, come on, he's been in the rules here. Vanilla bean, that's more of a seasoning, isn't it? No, can confirm it is a fruit. No, no. It is a fruit. It's not It's not vanilla. Yeah. It's not vanilla the no, flavouring. No. It's a vanilla bean no, yeah. fruit. No, I'm on your level, mate. I'm your biggest fan right now. I'm your number one supporter. It's kind vanilla of like a bean. leak. Very is good, it very good. So, I mean, and I believe some people, you could probably pick it right off the vine and just eat it, couldn't you? It's almost like a pea oh, potty. I've got one in the backyard, mate, if you want to Do taste you? it. Do you? Really? Yeah, how vanilla-y does it taste? Um, it's kind of a bit like an ice cream kind of texture. Is it really? It's not that great. Oh. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, well, look, I've typed in vanilla bean. 94,700,000. That's less. That's less. Yeah. It's way less. You're the clubhouse leader so far with Vanilla Bean. Um, look, it, it's a great one. It's an inch. It comes with a couple of facts. It's, it's a wow, didn't realise it was a fruit kind of moment. But I feel the Vanilla Bean, because it's the staple of so many other recipes and, and other things, it's probably the algorithm's probably picked up Bean as well in there. Yeah, it's throwing a few more stuff, yeah. into it. So you don't know. But at, at the moment, it's the clubhouse leader at 94.7 mil. Rachel, morning. Good morning. You know about the Vanilla Bean fruit? I do. Oh, okay. Um, what's your fruit that you think can beat the vanilla bean fruit? Into, and when I say beat, I mean lose too, which would mean win. I think it's a durian. Durian. That's that stinky Southeast durian. Asian looking thing, yeah? Yeah. Kind of like a spiky kiwi fruit. Yeah. Big. Big though. Size oh, of a melon huge. or so. Yeah. And you, you can't like just chop them open. If you brought a durian in and chopped it up in the workplace, you'd be sacked. It, it stinks. Um it's wow. Similar to the soursop, I believe. Like a dinosaur egg. Popular in, in drinks. I don't mind the flavour. I think it's a little bit too potent when you just eat it raw, but sometimes they make like milk, sort of like durian milk and stuff over there, durian juice. Mm. Not bad. I'm big in barley. Durian. Popping it in now. 65.8 million. There, that's less. That's less than 94.7 million. 65.8. Well, that's still not out. What's that? Phil's knocked out. Yeah, Phil's knocked out. Sorry, Sorry about Phil. that. Vanilla bean Phil. He'll rue that one because I bet he knows about the durian as well. Well. But he has a durian tree in his backyard, for goodness sake. Well. Rachel, you're the clubhouse leader now. Yay. Yay. Let's go to Kelly. <laughs> Hi, how are you going? Hi, Kelly. Good. Now, you've heard about the, the roller coaster that's been so far. Vanilla bean yeah. highway. Durian lane. What's in your cul-de-sac? 
boysenberry. Boysenberry. <laughs> the forgotten berry. I've always said it. I mean, I eat berries every morning. I had a punnet of raspberries and a punnet of blackberries this morning. Not once did I think, oh, you know to go down real well, a boysenberry. Those boys and their berries. <laughs> but I'm just but typing I'm... it in now. <laughs> this could go either way. How prominent is well, the boysenberry in the pie scene? It's one know? word there, hey, so it's not going to get other berries in the result. No. No, because it's all one word. Just a quick one as well. Would my algorithm yield different results? I'm just Would it, thinking is this, this. the same for everyone's Google search? Or? It could be It could be different based on your... Let's both type it in at all the right, same boysenberry. time. Boysenberry. And go. Did you get your result in 0.46 seconds? I got mine in 0.49. Oh, that's a whole other game. Um, do you want to read it out? 7.65 million. Well, I got 7.2. Oh, different algorithms. You've turned, you've turned safe search on, you vanilla bean. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe we need to use Bing. <laughs> uh, all right, well, seven, yeah, let's go, Shy Guys, then. 7.2. Well... It's yeah. much of a much. It's, it's pretty much the same thing, but the major, the moral of the story is it's less than durian. Yeah. Much less. No matter which way you spin it. Kelly's won. You've won it with boys and berry. Woohoo! Yes! <laughs> the cross between the European raspberry and the European blackberry and the American jewberry and the loganberry. Oh my god, it's a mu- it's the mongrel it's berry. The, it's the mongrel berry. <laughs> it's just the the excess left behind of a big berry orgy. <laughs> boys and berries. Nice. Um, all right. Well, yeah, congratulations. Grand prize uh, to you. Probably play again next week. Different yeah. category, though. Flex Factory. Different category. Maybe our musical instruments. Oh, fun. Time for the one-second song game. This is Shy Guy's baby. His muse, his magnum opus, his starting point, his final destination, his heaven, his hell, his angel, his devil, his left foot, his right foot. Um, if you can beat the Shy Guy this morning, you will score yourself a grand prize. All you've got to do is guess the song before the Shy Guy does in the one-second song game, where I play the first second of a well-known song. Can you figure out the actual title and artist from the first second? We had this one just before. Plenty of people calling through. Want to give Shy Guy a run for his money this morning. They're baying for blood. They sense a weakness, and that weakness being that the Shy Guy will have to tie his shoelace before he can answer each question. Shy Guy likes to answer within a nanosecond. This is the one-second song game, not the one nanosecond song game, Shy Guy. He's worn his special shoes for the occasion this There's morning. no special <laughs> shoes, pants. no. What, you're saying it's just the coincidence that these laces are much shorter than your Adidas They're ones? They're not that much shorter. I'm surprised you haven't worn your uh, your Reebok Velcros this morning. Sure, I was going to wear thongs. <laughs> He's, uh, how many knots are there in those things? This you, one. Oh, just a single knot. See, there we go. I knew I knew you were planning this. You were always triple knotting. Uh, Rachel, now, got to be aware this morning, because although it sounds like a great advantage, the Shy Guy has thought this through very carefully. The second he got up this morning, he realised what day it was and is chosen his shows accordingly. How do you go with one-second songs? Uh, pretty all right. Yeah, pretty all right. Um, pretty obviously, all right. just a formality at this stage, but what is the uh, one-second song of this one? Uh, Skater Boy. I go. love it. Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. That's exactly right. Good jam going to be a best of five. We're going to do oh, about that. <laughs> we go. Yeah, no, we're going to have to. We're, yeah. we're here now. Can't just do a sudden death knock out. We've got four minutes else. to film, mate. Um, here we go. <laughs> this is the first one. Yeah, Shy Guy has delaced his shoe right. and he is ready to go. Look at him holding those things like a jib or like a, a spinnaker. Cartoon, <laughs> Speedy fingers. Here we go. 
Uh, Rachel, you don't have to tie your shoelaces, by the way. You just answered the question. <laughs> First second of this one. Here we go. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. oh no, he's tied. Oh. Gorillas. Mm-mm. Oh no. Oh, I had it. I had it. Oh no, he hasn't got the song it's, title. No, it's um, oh, no. um, feel good, feel gooding. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got it. Feel gooding. I was kept thinking of their song Dare, which is another gorilla oh. song. It was stuck in my head. It's Dare. Yeah, bang up. One nil to the shy guy. That's all right, Rachel. So you knew the song, but it is hard, isn't it? Trying to figure out the song title and the uh, and the artist and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. I'm tired. Oh, no. Good Charlotte dance for anthem. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> First one was easy. Dance for anthem, Good Charlotte. Do you know how stressful it is, A, tying your shoes and remembering the song before mm. I can say it? Yeah, there's a lot going on in the Shy Guy as well this morning. Happening. Finger cramps, etc., etc. Turn it to the Shy Guy. This isn't what we envisioned this morning, Rachel. Come on, you can get it back here. Repeat of last week. Here's the next one. This is a bit of you. Oh. Ah. Stop playing it. <laughs> this is the one second song game, not the eight second song game. It's um, Ariana Grande, Break Free. Oh, with Zed. If you could see the smug smile I see right now, Rachel. <laughs> He's bopping along. Let's keep playing. I could do this all morning. He's tying double knots just to spite oh, you, for yeah. goodness I, sake. I had, I had a lot of time there. All right. Final one. Because yeah, he played eight seconds of the song. All right. Here we go. Come on, Rachel. Uh, get, get one on the board. Uh, get one for a prize. You know what? Mm. I'll take off my shoe. Oh, Rachel, are you hearing this? I'll give you even more time, Are you hearing time, this, Rachel? Rachel? Are you hearing this? <laughs> I can't take it off. All right. Is, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. All right. Shoes off. Oh, my God. The, the audacity on this man. Come shoes on. Off. Come on. Rub his nose in it now, Rachel. This is you. This is all you. Ready? Coconut man. Stop playing. Tin head. Turn it off. Okay. Oh, he's got his heel in. He's tying up the tying, shoe. Tying, tying. I know, but I don't know the song now. I know what it is. Come on, Rachel. Oh. Come on. Um, Jesse J. Prestad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put my shoe on. Oh, man. Oh. We need to get Shy Guy a pair of Doc Martens. Unlaced. Rachel, we're not going to let you walk away empty handed. Uh, prize coming your way thanks to Flex Factory. Good on you, Rachel. And uh, as today, she'll be back on deck later on in the week. And uh, after 7 o'clock, if you've registered at hit.com.au, you'd go to London to see Ed Sheeran with your bestie at Wembley Stadium. Going to be calling out three names around mm-hmm. 7 o'clock this morning. If you are that person, first person to call through out of the three will go into the draw for that. If you know that person, let them know, and they'll probably have to take you. Um, right now, a Serial wants to normalise period talk at the breakfast table. Uh, uh, no, no, none of that. No, that's part of the problem. That is part of the problem right now. Serial wants to normalise period talk at the breakfast table, and rightly so. I've always thought commercial radio was one of the great speed bumps of talking about periods. Many times I've tried to bring up period content, to which a content director, a big wig, a fat cat, would say, no, no, too abrasive on the ears. Well, not anymore. I'm not part of the problem. I'm part of the solution. Can a bowl of raspberry-flavoured uteruses combat generations of misogynistic shame and stigma? Yeah, I'd say so. New cereal on the market. 
in order to combat the pervasive stigma that still surrounds sex, particularly as it relates to our female-bodied people. One sexual wellness company is turning to cereal for sexual enlightenment. Yes, cereal, as in breakfast cereal. More specifically, uterus-shaped breakfast cereal that turns the milk red, mm. like menstrual blood. That starts the conversation, That's doesn't a, it? It's an opener. Yep. Pour someone a big bowl of, uh, of, of uterus wheat, and then it starts turning red. Once you had the milk, once you had your 1%, Mm. Where else does the conversation go? Why is it turning red? Well, son, let me tell you. Dubbed period crunch. This rather unorthodox new breakfast uh, option comes to us from Swedish menstrual cup brand Intimina. Good brand. More of a you buy Kotex guy myself. Oh, yeah? But more respect to Intimina. <laughs> and while it sounds like the kind of fake product of feminine hygiene brand would announce as an April Fool's joke, it's no yeah. joke. It's almost June and it's legit. I mean, of course. Period. It's 2022, for goodness sake. No one cares anymore. Nope. Everyone, everyone loves it. Period away. Um, but it does raise the question of what would the milk taste like? Probably raspberry, strawberry milk. Well, you would think strawberry. Yeah. I'd imagine it would leave a very good milk taste behind. Like a jammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jammy. Yeah. Good word. Great adjective for period crunch. Yeah. Crunch away and then enjoy the jam. Um, look, it begs the question because cereals come and go. Milk will stay forever. Milk's that guy that when you break <laughs> Never up... Never a true word. <laughs> Milk's that guy that when you break up with the cereal and there's no one left, he's going to be there. He's always you. there. Yeah. You know? And at then the end you, of the day. Yeah. And they say, come on, drink me out of the bowl. Go on, you filthy man. Get it on your moustache. Drink the milk. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I will then. Which cereal leaves the best milk on 131060? Oh, it says you can get a free box. Well, I wouldn't use that language. <laughs> what the mail online says. All right. Um... Best milk cereal. So these like your Fruit Loops. Yeah, that's one. Uh, your, um, can I have a little bowl of Fruit Loops? Yeah, thank you. She, yeah, she'd like Cocoa Pops. Cocoa Pops. Yeah, now, that's milk. almost what they did their whole marketing campaign on for a while, wasn't it? Just like a chocolate milkshake, only crunchy. And I think you start with the pops, then you'd have a, a little bit of mm. the crunchy, soggy pops, and then you were mm. left with like a nice, uh, like oval teeny consistency yeah. milk yeah. at the end. That was. What good about milk. Frosties? Now, now we're talking. Because you got, it's basically now sugar milk. That's my number one. Yeah. That's Danny Lakey's number one cereal milk. Frosties milk. Unbelievable stuff. I Sometimes I just then like spoon the Frosties out and put them in the bowl and then drink the milk by itself. <laughs> and just suck That's why frosty. I was having Frosties. <laughs> Basically cornflakes with sugar. I'm going to draw a little ranking system here. Uh, okay. Number one, Frosties. Number two, at the moment, Cocoa Pops. This is a yeah. rolling aria chart. 13, 10, 60. Mm. Uh, what cereal leaves behind the best milk? Um, what have you got at the moment? Oh, it's a just right. It's a fibre thing. Just right. It does not leave good taste in Just milk. right. A cereal actually absorbs the milk, so there's actually mm. none left in the bowl because yeah. the cereal's absorbed it all. Never understood. Anyway, it's not, a, it's not a fun breakfast. No, just right. More like just Those right. Those days are gone for me. Um, I'll tell you what else is down the bottom. Sustain. That won't oh, sustain yeah, a man. Oh, down there. Yep. Unpopped rice bubbles and rejected cornflakes tossed into one box. I not mean, leaving good milk behind. Rice bubble milk's not bad. <sighs> I feel the sugar's doing it's a lot a of heavy vanillary. Vanillary? You reckon? Mm, it's a stretch. Rice bubbles at number um, three so far. Mm. <laughs> I think of more cereals. Milo cereal. My, well, that's the same as chocolate milk. Um, yeah, I think it's slightly more malty. What about the white chocolate Milo cereal? Oh, now we're talking. Now, now, uh, we're, now we're on. Um, okay, uh, ring, 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 ring. Yep, it's the government advisor. There's been a leadership spill right at the top. Spilt milk all over the place. Milo, in brackets, white cereal. Goes straight, to, weed bix. straight to number two. See, I think a wheat bix is below rice bubbles. I think that's more yeah. a, relying on the sugar as well. Yeah. You get little bits in the bottom. Wheat bix coming in at number five. 
staying at six. Oh, here's one. Just right at seven. Crunchy nut. Crunchy nut's good. Yeah. And because the best milk is left behind, it doesn't get left behind for too long. It's a mum's best friend as well. I remember my mum used to get ropeable when the kids would leave the cereal and not empty their milk. Right into the, the kids, as in you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 maybe. Still not taking responsibility all these years later. <laughs> the other kids. It was another issue. Um, well, you never knew whether you should throw the milk in the bin or the sink because mm. there was still like little bits of detritus and whatnot. So I think that was why. I don't, don't think we ever quite realised what to do with it. And, uh, I mean, a simple question could have cleared that up. Mum, bin or sink? Sink, please. Well done. Thank you, Daniel. That helps me out a lot. Busy mum. Um, right now, 131060. Yeah, which cereal leaves behind the best milk? I mean, we've talked about some of the creme de la creme, the Frosties, your Cocoa Pops, uh, your Rice Bubbles, uh, your Milo cereals, your Whites and your Browns, etc. Um, however, there are some that, that leave nothing left behind to the imagination. Some milk goes unnoticed in the cereal world. Your Fibre Pluses, your Sustains. Uh, I'd even go as far as to say cornflakes. In that mm-hmm, situation, mm-hmm. nothing really there. How do we feel about all brand? I'll tell you how I feel about all brand. The milk that gets left behind with all brand. Okay. No, I was trying to vomit live on the air, but it's yeah, not going to work I'm today. I'm glad you didn't. Scott on 131060. Hello. Yes, hello. Morning. Now, uh, you're a big cereal man. You're a big milky boy. Um, but which, which cereal leaves behind the best, <laughs> the best milk? So I'm going to say Fruit Loops. Oh, yes. Yeah, I agree. Can I have a little bowl of Fruit Loops? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. With generous amounts of milk. Um, so, I mean, what, what is it about it? I often thought it was like the bubblegum ice cream equivalent of cereal milk. There's just so much going on in there. Yeah. So, all the sugar. Yeah, all the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the sugar. It's just big sugary milk. It's also just a colour. It's, it's colourful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, what colour? The, it's yeah. like when you put M&Ms in water. Yeah. And, you, the, and they, the colour, like, runs off. Yeah, and you know more than us, Scott. What is the colour of this milk? What's the what's the milky hue looking like after this? Is there a colour that overrides the others? Oh, I think maybe a bit of a tinge of blue. Yeah, wind. sounds right. Tinge of blue. Nice. Thanks, Scott. Good Fruit Loop chat. Paulie on thirteen ten sixty. Hello. Um, Nutri-Grain, mate. Oh, Nutri-Grain. Yes. Forgot about the grain. The Iron Man yeah, food. The, pro- the protein, mate. The, pro- mm. <laughs> the protein mm. in Nutri-Grain. <laughs> I love- oh, the, yeah, the special protein plus Nutri-Grain. I remember yeah, Nutri-Grain that. wasn't good enough for us Iron Men out there for a while. We were like, well, Kai Hurst eats it. It must be good for us. And then there was like an investigation on the current affair. It was like, oh, we better add some more protein to this. The gig's up. But yes, it does. It leaves it behind some great milk. Almost like a... Like a honey malt. Mm. A honey yeah, malt. Mate, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, good stuff, Paul. I reckon that's the clubhouse leader at the moment. Renee on thirteen yeah. ten sixty. Morning to you. Big cereal gal. Big milky oh, w- lady. Cocoa pops all the way. It is it is a snack. It is your dessert. It is so yummy. It is a milkshake. Like a, if you, you don't even need to go through Maccas to get a uh, ice cream for pay or anything like that. You're like you're saving money by getting cocoa pops. It's like a a milkshake in a crunchy all-in-one like cereal, like it's oh my god, cocoa pops all the way. Oh, thought you'd be more of a Carmen's toasted muesli kind of gal, but fair <laughs> enough. Well, that's a wrap for Maz and Lakey, but you can catch any moment from the show anytime you like. Download our free listener app, then search for Maz and Lakey. Follow us, and you get anything you missed and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Maz and Lakey.